Hey, what's good, y'all? Welcome back to another episode of 1984 The Podcast. Today's topic, we'll talk about being a product of your environment. You hear that all the time, man. Anytime people, you know, fall by the wayside or they get into some trouble or they do something just outlandish the first thing they say is well it's because i'm a product of my environment it's because where i was grew up it's because where i was raised that's not something i think people should be able to fall back on because the thing is we shouldn't allow ourselves to be products of our environment because there's three things i feel that we can do when we're in an environment that that's not ideal because one of the first things you can do is change the way you move through that environment and let that environment change with you. You know, if you're in an environment, like I said, it's not idea and there's a lot of different things going on in that environment that are negative. You can be a positive light. You can go out and do subtle things uh, in a positive manner that can slowly reflect on other people in that environment with you and maybe they will change as well you know just little things you could do in the community just picking up garbage uh you know having small little block parties or or writing letters to the the city council or to the mayor about what's going on in the neighborhood trying to get old abandoned houses torn down or you know trying to get more law enforcement presence there that's an issue or or helping the elderly you know uh you know, fix their houses, mow their yards, things like that. Just little, small, subtle things you can do to help improve your environment. And when you do those, the environment can mold with you, you know, or one of the second things you can do is use that environment as positive motivation. You know, if there's, again, negative things going on in the environment, if you're an artist, you know, you can paint about those things. You can use them as your muse. If you're a musician, you know, you're, you can, Put that in your lyrics that can be the the basis of your song or if you're say you're an architect you want to be an architect or you want to be a businessman whatever it is you want to be you can use the negative energy in your environment to fuel your passion um and help you grow you know you don't have to always fall in the same path as what's going on you can look at that and go you know what i don't want to be like that that's my motivation to work harder at my craft and and, and become better at what I want to do. And the third thing you can do is leave. Now, this is one of the hardest ones because you have to understand when you're in a certain environment, you might be born into that environment. And when you're a kid, you can't really move freely like you want to. You know, you have to depend on parents and things like that to get you out of that environment. But once you become an adult, you have the ability to move and leave that environment. You know, you see situations where uh, kids are in bad environments and the parents know so they move them with an auntie or a cousin or somebody that's in a more stable environment or more uh, an environment that's uh, better for a child to be raised in for a child to grow and they move them out but not everybody has that option you know not everybody has that option so you have to kind of endure your environment till you get to an age where you can get out and there's plenty of ways to get out you know whether you decide to get a job whether you decide to go to the military Whatever the situation may be, there's plenty of ways to get out, but that choice is on you. So, you know, that's the three choices that you have instead of constantly saying I'm a product of my environment. Now, I'm going to try to touch a little deeper on each one of those. Like I said, like I said, number one, you can do things in your community and change, you know, be a positive light. Uh, One of the things you can do as an adult 
be a positive light to the youth. There's nothing wrong um, with living a positive lifestyle. There's nothing wrong with um, showing the children of the neighborhood or the other adults in the neighborhood that you can be positive, that you don't have to sell drugs. You don't have to kill each other. You don't have to rob. You don't have to steal, you know, things of that nature. You can be a positive mentor to everybody around you by just doing small things. Even if it's something as simple as, uh, you know, inviting a couple of your friends to church. If you have some friends that are falling by the wayside, they can't seem to get on the right path and you're a spiritual person, they, Hey, come to church with me. I want to introduce you to somebody, you know, introduce them to the minister. And if you're younger, introduce them to the youth minister, you know, bring the kids around volunteer at like a boys or girls club, you know, and, and, uh, with the youth from the neighborhood and, you know, play sports with them, play basketball with them, play football with them, just hang out with them, ride bikes with them, uh, just be a positive influence. Like I said, clean up your community. A lot of times you go into communities that are bad environments and it's just, you know, it's garbage everywhere. It's, you know, uh, torn, dilapidated houses, abandoned homes, you know, just the whole, you know, yards are grown up, weeds everywhere. Just something as simple as going to one of your elderly neighbor's yards and, and de-weeding it for them, you know, cutting it for them, getting rid of some of the weeds or picking up the trash or your own house, you know, your house in the neighborhood, you can go out there and keep your house pretty, your yard clean and just paint a perfect image to where at some point other people around you are going to go, man, you know, I could do that too, man. I want to be like him or I want to be like her. And I want to carry myself in a more positive manner. You know, believe it or not, you're only one person, but you can have a positive impact on a lot of people who watch you and watch you the way you move. You know, it's not always constantly like, oh, nobody pays attention to me. I'm just one man. I can't make a change. You know, I'm just one woman. I can't I can't make a change. You can make a big change, especially in your community, especially if it's a community you've grown up in, because people idolize uh, someone that, that grew up in a rough environment and they got out, you know, you see it with athletes all the time, uh, that, you know, change their environment. You know, they, they lived in a rough environment or they, they necessarily got dealt a, a bad hand and they switched it around and they became successful. And you hear people all the time talk about, Oh yeah, he grew up over here. Hey, he from this neighborhood, you know, people look at things like that, you know, and that, that actually, trickles down to the youth because the youth can see that and be like, oh man, you know, I grew up in the same neighborhood as, as Michael Jordan, or I grew up in the same neighborhood as LeBron James, you know, oh, I can do that, you know, or it might not even be somebody like an athlete. It could just be, uh, one of the, one of the OGs from the neighborhood that, that started his own trucking company, or he went out and, uh, bought a bunch of real estate and now he's, you know, independently wealthy. And they, they know that be like, oh man, you know, yeah, man, I, I used to live on the same block as junior, man. I remember when junior was uh, hustling with everybody else, man. Now he got all this property and now he, you know, he, he is on boss. He got all these employees. So people notice that people look up to that. So instead of saying I'm a product of my environment, try to make little changes in your life and be, you know, uh, I, the idea person or be a motivation for your environment to change. Let your environment mold around you. Let your environment change with you. Don't necessarily constantly say I'm a product of my environment, you know, the second thing I talked about was using that environment as motivation. That one's, you know, uh, as your muse. That's that's self-explanatory, man. Use the pain uh, as fuel. 
you know, if there's something going on, you know, in your neighborhood, like I said, if you are a, a rapper or an artist or whatever it may be, you know, rappers do it all the time. They rap about their struggles. They rap about their neighborhood. They rap about the stuff they sing. Uh, you know, you got movie directors who have seen a lot of stuff firsthand. And so they know what it's like to live like this. So they make great movies because they've experienced it. You know, you have a lot of uh, pastors who experience a lot of negative things and they turn it around and they use it to speak to their congregation because they experienced it. When you talk to somebody who has experienced something that you've experienced, it makes it a lot easier for them to connect with you. You know, you don't connect with somebody that has never been through what you've been through. You know, I can't, I can't have sit here and have a conversation with a woman about being pregnant. I have no idea what it's like to be pregnant. I can't, I can't remotely begin to talk about that, you know, and it's the same concept. I can't sit here and talk to somebody that's, you know, been shot because I've never been shot or somebody that's been involved in, in drugs, been addicted to drugs because I've never been addicted to drugs. Now I can sit there and I can listen to them and they can have a discussion. But as far as me trying to explain to them how to handle their addiction or how to get away from their addiction, I have no clue because I've never dealt with it. But you do have people who have dealt with that and they use that platform to help other people. So the same concept I said, when you're in an environment that's negative, when you're seeing all these different things around you, whether it's poverty, whether it's drugs, gang violence, uh, abuse, whatever it is, you have to take that and turn it into a positive. You know, that that may be the key to open the door uh, for your future success. You have to turn that around. You can't again. You can't just constantly keep saying, well, this happened to me because I'm a product of my environment. You know, I'm a product of, of what happened. I'm a you know, it, it wouldn't have happened to me if I wouldn't have been raised in this area or if I wasn't raised in this household. You have to switch that around. You're in control of how you respond uh, to your environment. You know, you, you have to adapt and overcome. Sometimes you can't always just sit back and blame your environment for whatever it is you got going on. And the third thing I talk about, which is again, one of the hardest things, but it's actually one of the more important things because a lot of people can't do this and that's leave the environment. And when, when you leave the environment, see the other two things that are more mental, you know, they're more mental things. You know, you have to put a little physicality into it, but they're mostly mental. But leaving is physical, mental and emotional because a lot of people are attached to their environment. They don't want to leave. It's all their friends. It's their family. It's their comfort zone. It's everything they grew up around. It's their favorite corner store. It's their favorite park. It's their favorite corner. You know, <laughs> everything there is their comfort zone. They know the neighborhood like the back of their hand. You know, they they know everybody on every block. They know Miss Jenkins. They know Miss Jones. They know Mr. Murphy. They know them all. You know, like I say, you can walk in the corner store with no beef. The guy at the corner store knows you. You know, you go in there, y'all hang outside his store all the time. He doesn't get upset. You know, the police officers there, they come through the neighborhood. They don't cause any problems, you know, because y'all, if you have lived there your whole life, they have patrolled it their entire career. So leaving your comfort zone, leaving that environment can be very tough for a lot of people. And I talk about, uh, rappers and hip hop, uh, you know, entertainers and movie stars, stuff like that, because that's, those are the people that you see that can't tend, tend to let go. You know, you see them, they get out of that environment. They're out there, 
they're uh, making money, they're making music, making movies. And then you see a news line headline that, you know, entertainer such and such is uh, being arrested for a double homicide or he's being arrested for armed robbery or, you know, he's being indicted for a kidnapping. And you're just like, why? You have millions. Some of them, not all of them have millions, you know, because not, not the, the music industry is not kind of always what it's cut out to be. And neither is the uh, sports entertainment. But if you're a superstar, you know, if you're a superstar, you got some change, you know. But you're looking at guys that they have a lot more money than they actually had before they left the environment they were in and they go back. And like I said, you see it all the time because they can't let it go. One of the things I did was when I grew up at, it's not necessarily a bad environment. You know, it's got, it's a, it's a town. It has bad parts, just like any other town, you know, bad parts, good parts, bad people, good people, just like any other town. But what I was able to understand is living in this city was that I was not growing. I was seeing the same people interacting with the same people. There was no job market for me there. Like I just could not grow there. And I left. You know, I finally said, you know what? Yeah, it's my comfort zone. I have my favorite grocery store. I'm, you know, I'm, I'm close to my parents. I'm close to my friends. You know, I have my favorite little hangouts, but I'm not growing here. So I left. And guess what? I never went back. There's nothing there for me. I think I've been back twice to visit a relative and friends. And I've been gone for a couple of years, but there's no reason for me to go back. I don't need to go back to party there. I don't need to go there to go to a bar or a club. I have thousands of them where I'm at now. But you see that all the time. People will leave an environment, they will leave a situation and they go back. And that's when they get into these altercations because if you leave and you change your, you know, you change your way of life, you start making money, you become successful. Those people that stayed in that town they're not your friends anymore. You might have one or two, but the people that you left there, the people that you used to bump elbows with, you can't trust them because they're seeing you, you know, come up and they're not necessarily going to always be happy about that. And even if it's not them, you still have the people that didn't like you before you left. And now they don't, they really don't like you. So now when they see you, the first thing they want to do is uh, hurt you or even kill you. Because they see you and they're like, oh, no, no, we got to, hey, man, what you doing back over here, man? You know, you know, and people will call you a traitor and all this stuff because you leave. You know, if you're not growing in a certain place and you leave, you know, you'll see the people that that you left behind like, oh, you a traitor, man. You know, man, you don't forget where you came from and oh, he he out there repping that new city. He done forgot where he came from. We as human beings were nomadic. We don't have to stay in the same place. We actually don't have to rep anything. You know, if I'm proud of where I live now and I support the city I live in now, I don't have to support the city that I left because obviously the city that I left wasn't supporting me. <laughs> so you don't have to, you know, a lot of people feel the need. Uh, you see celebrities all the time. Oh, I got to put on, man. I, I ain't going to forget where I came from. You can't. You can't. You can forget where you came from. You don't have to, you don't have to, to show 
anybody any love once you leave somewhere like if especially if that place wasn't for you if that place wasn't helping you grow and that place wasn't helping you reach your full potential you don't owe them anything you don't have to show them any kind of love you know and i knew a guy uh he went on to be professional we talk about going back and, and getting caught up in situations when you don't need to be there you know i know a guy he went to the league you know, he was actually around my same age and he would go back to our little small town for whatever purpose. You know, he would go with show up in his Bentley, you know, to our little small town and go to these hole in the wall bars and clubs for what? And every time he would go, he would get caught up. There will always be something where he would either be involved in some kind of altercation. Somebody tried to mess with his car or, you know, he get hemmed up by the police and they they run into dogs through his car looking for drugs and stuff like that, which is a problem in itself because of the stereotype of a, you know, a brother with money. Hey, let's run a dog through his car. But the thing was, he should have known that was going to happen when you go back into a small town like where we were from. When you go back to a place like that, winning. You know, dude is winning. Nobody wants to see that, bro. You're going to find yourself in situations like you could go anywhere in the world. You are making money, money. You know, you can go anywhere in the world to go have a drink. Why do you need to go all the way back to this little small hole in the wall town to have a drink, you know, and mingle? You can go to Miami. Lead the country, go to Dubai. Go, 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 go have a drink in a foreign bar. You know, you don't have to drive back to where you came from and you don't owe them people anything. You don't owe them people nothing. But again, a lot of people can't let go of that environment. And it's not always just the city or the town. It's, it's like, it's a circle of people. You see a lot of these guys, they get involved in, in gang activity and criminal activity because they feel like they owe them something like, oh, man, I'm I'm oh, I'm I'm ganging forever. I'm gang banging forever. You know, I'm, I'm with this forever. Like, man, you got kids and a wife. Let that stuff go, man. You got kids and a wife and a career. Let that stuff go. Because what happens is you see a lot of these guys, their lives get ended, you know, too soon because of the circle they decide to keep. Let those people go. There's nothing wrong with letting people go. There's nothing wrong with letting family go from your, you know, from, you know, that environment you grew up in, because family doesn't always have your best interests at heart, especially when you start making money. You know, you can uh, I've seen an interview, a couple of guys, a couple of famous cats, and they talked about how when they started making money, how they had to cut family members off because you can't buy everybody a house. You can't buy everybody a car. You can't put everybody through college. You can't pay off everybody debt. You know, <laughs> Juvenile said it best. I love my folks, but if I give you everything, then I'm going to be broke. You know, you have to think about that when you leave your environment. Because when you leave that environment and you're going to have family members from that environment that are constantly trying to pull you back and make you either get them out of the environment or help them live better in said environment and you have to remove yourself from that element that's why i said this one is probably one of the most important ones uh when you talk about being a product of your environment because trying to let go of all that years of emotion uh 
years of knowing people, years of friendships, years of, uh, you know, uh, relationships that you have, you have to cut them off. You have to let them go. You know, I look back and I see guys my age, they ain't doing much of nothing. You know, they ain't doing much of nothing because they got caught up in that environment we were in. They got caught up. There's, it's like, to me, it's like quicksand where we were from. You know, you're not going to just drop down immediately and, you know, just die. But it's going to slowly just suck you down and it's going to hold you there. And it just, you just sit there, you know. You know, in the movies, they make it seem like you just sink all the way down to the bottom. But the truth about quicksand is there is a point where you do reach solid ground and you don't sink no more. You're just there. You're just there. You know, you're just sitting there. And it's hard to get out due to the the, the physics involved of the suction of the sand and the water and everything. So it, it kind of holds you there. And that's what it's like being in these environments. You're slowly just sinking and you don't realize it because the years just pass, you know, you're in your twenties, then you're fine. You know, you're happy. Oh man, man, I'm doing this. I'm doing that. Next thing you know, you're in your thirties and you, you're not going this way. You're going this way. You're going down, you know, then you're in your forties, then you're in your fifties. And next thing, you know, next thing you know, you're like, you're right here. You know, you're in your sixties and you know, the quicksand is right here because you never got out of that environment. You never wanted to get out of their environment. You were just like, ah, I'm fine. I'm just going to sit here and and just just let it let it i'm just gonna sit here man i'm comfortable man i'm comfortable man i don't you know people pass by hey man let me help you out of that oh no nah, man i'm good I'm good man i'm good right here man i ain't going i don't need to go nowhere and, and it's you know and and the problem with that also is you have that crab in the bucket mentality you hear people talk about that's also involved in these environments the crab in the bucket mentality it means every time somebody tries to climb out another crab is constantly yanking now, you know, a lot of people have said, well, that's because they're all trying to climb out. But in the reality of it is the crabs don't realize that we got to let we all have to go out one at a time. You know, I'm constantly trying to claw out and in the process. I'm pulling the other person down. So, you know, they're pulling the other crab down while they're trying to climb out, too. You know, so their brains are unable to comprehend the simple fact that, hey, we need to push this other crab instead of trying to claw this other crab down so you have that same type of mentality in these in these environments that you grow up in in these neighborhoods in these towns is that people don't want to see you grow because you're leaving them behind because they want to go too they want to go but they just don't know how to go or they're afraid to go and when they see you going, they're like, oh, no, no, man. Hey, man, why you want to do that? Man, you don't, ah, man, why you want to move there, man? Man, why you want to, why you want to work there, man? Why you, why you worried about that? The key is once you're out, don't go back. Do not go back. I've seen people, plenty of people go back. And I'm, I want to know why. And they, they get back and they're miserable and you hear them. Man, I should never came back. I should never move back here, man. You're right. You shouldn't have because you were out. You were away. You left that environment and you can't keep going back to that environment because sometimes it's not healthy for you. Oh, most of the time it's not healthy for you. That was the whole purpose of your leaving. And like I said, if you can cut loose and get out of your comfort zone, cut loose of that baggage, it's hard. You know, it's hard not being able to just take a five minute drive to your parents' house 
or it's hard not being able to walk around the corner to your buddies or your best friend's house. You know, you go walk around the corner, y'all sit on the porch, smoke, drink, laugh, have a good time. You know, you got to let all that go. You know, let the house parties and meeting up everybody at the local watering hole, you know, like, oh man, let's go. Hey man, let's go have a couple of drinks Friday night at the spot, man. All right, man, let's go. It's only a few minutes from the house. You know, you can walk over there, you know, once you let that go, it's hard, you know, going like, man, you know, and a lot of times it does lead to anxiety and depression when you're in a new place, uh, vulnerability, because you're in a new place, you don't have any friends, you don't know the environment, you don't know the layout, you don't know the town, you don't know the bars, you don't know the spots, you don't know where to store. It's funny because I can, I can relate to that. Like I said, I moved to a new city on a whim, you know, just on a whim, got a new job and just chunked them. And it was hilarious because I didn't know what stores were better than others. You know, I, I have a certain place I like to go. I like to shop at Kroger. That's my place. That's my spot. You know, so I found one that was close to my house, but it was a little sketchy. You know, I'm a little pretentious. <laughs> I'm a little pretentious, you know. Uh, this spot was a little sketchy, you know. Usually when I go into a store and I see an armed guard at a grocery store, I'm a little nervous, you know, because I'm like, wait a minute, bro, if you strapped, I need to be strapped, obviously. Uh, and, you know, but this was the closest store to my house. You know, I was not familiar with the area. I just knew, hey, this is a Kroger. I need to go to the store. This is where I get all my stuff from. So I went to that Kroger for probably a year, year and a half, if not two. And I happened to be riding one day and was looking for something to eat and my gps led me down this back road i had never been down before uh led me to this new area that was being developed this area hadn't even been fully developed yet you know it's just a whole just bunch of emptiness and lo and behold there's a big shiny brand new kroger sitting right there only about five more minutes or so up the road from where i was going so oh would you look at that so now I don't go to the, the the Kroger where I feel like I need an armed guard. You know, I go to this one where it's all comfortable and it's real quiet, real quaint, tucked off in the back. You know, it's going there, no problems. It's brand spanking new, you know, and that's the key. That's the thing like I said about being in a new environment, because back where I was from, I, there was only two Krogers in the whole town and I knew which one to go to. I knew the one I liked. There was one I liked that was right by the house. And there was the other one that was on the other end of town that I went over there every now and then just because I was riding. I was like, well, I'm going to ride today and get groceries. It's a pretty day. I'm going to ride. Let the windows down. So I'm going to go over here to get groceries. Only had two options. I moved to a huge city where I got hundreds of options. <laughs> so I had to, you know, get out of that comfort zone because my whole thing was I was used to being back at home and going to the store that was right by me because it was the only one you know so when i moved here my first response my first thing i wanted to do was go to the store that was closest to me because that's what i had been doing pretty much my whole you know life uh my whole adult life rather you know being on my own and when you're able to cut loose from your environment you start realizing that you don't have to you know act the same way you used to act 
You know, that's one of the biggest things when I say about emotionally removing yourself is you do not have to act the same way. You don't have to talk the same way. You don't have to respond to people the same way. Because one of the, one of the things I realized when I moved from the town I was at was how open minded people are where I'm at now. Uh, back where I'm from, you know, you had to if you wore anything that remotely wasn't you know, a white t-shirt and blue jeans or, or a designer shirt and blue jeans or, you know, a pair of Jordans, you were ridiculed. You were talking about, you couldn't walk around in a, in a purple shirt and white pants and purple shoes with purple hair lights in your hair or dyed your beard blonde, or you couldn't do that because somebody had something to say. Cause it was just such a small knit, small minded town. Somebody had something to say. You come to a big city, you walk around here, damn near naked. Don't nobody care. You know, you can walk around here with nipple piercings that hang down to your ankles. Nobody cares. You know, your hair can be the color of a rainbow. You know, you can have dragon teeth in your mouth. You can have your tongue split like a snake. Nobody cares, you know, because it's not a small minded place. It's too much going on here for people to be focused on you. So, you know, when you're in these smaller places, these smaller environments, people don't have anything else better to do. They have a lot of time on their hands so they can focus on you. And then you find yourself with that same mind state. You find yourself when you go to a new environment, you start acting the same way you acted in that other environment. You know, you start picking out little things about people. Oh, man, look what he wearing. Man, what he wearing there for? Man, what she wearing there for? Man, what are they doing? Why are they doing this? You know. You have to, and over time, you adapt to the new place and that stuff that you just sit there, you see something, you're like, hey, what's up, man? You're not worried about what they're wearing. You're not worried about their lifestyle. You know, so that's the thing. You have to get out of that that small town mentality, man. Again, be a, stop being a product of your environment. Make your environment a product of you. Leave that environment, you know. Stretch your legs. See what else is out there, man. You'll be a better place. Like I said, stop blaming your environment for your actions because like I said just like I just said when you see somebody and you immediately want to criticize them and you know oh man that's just that's how man you know that's how we used to do it we don't do that you have to leave that behind man you have to move on and move forward and and quit depending on uh, or using your environment that you grew up in as a scapegoat I mean, you were just a horrible person, you know, like I said, you commit a crime, you, oh man, you know, he was just, you know, he, he had no choice, man. He grew up around all that. No, no, you see, you know, you see guys, uh, get caught up in domestic abuse situations, like guys, like, you know, they want to, uh, put their hands on their wives or their girlfriends. And the first thing somebody said, well, man, you know, his dad used to do that when he was a kid. Okay. Well, guess what? He's a grown ass man. Now, when he was a kid, that's one thing. He a teenager, you know, yeah, you got teenage angst. You're trying to work all this stuff out. But once you become an adult, you have access to support groups. You have access to therapy. You know that something is wrong. You don't have to do what your daddy did. You know, you don't have to say, well, my daddy did this. You know, my daddy used to do that. So I'm going to do it. No, that that's unacceptable because again, like I said, you do not have to be a product of your environment. You do not have to do and act the way that the situation around you went on. You know, that's the same thing when you look at uh, racism. 
uh, and I'm talking racism on all accords, not just, you know, white versus black. I'm talking black versus white, black versus Mexican, white versus Mexican, whatever the situation may be. If you were brought up in a household where there was prejudice and racism, you do not have to continue that. That's your choice. You know, you do not have to continue that. You can actually change that environment. You can actually, you know, yes, your ancestors, your older, you know, your granddads and your great granddads and your dads, you know, your moms, they might be hard headed, but you can still plant the seed to change your whole, uh, you know, that generational curse. You can change that whole lineage there. You can be the one to say, hey, look, this is wrong. We are not going to judge people or hate people because of the, the, the color of their skin. I'm not going to raise my children this way. I'm not going to come around you guys if you continue to act this way. I still love you, but I'm not coming around you. You know, I am not going to let you dictate the way I treat people. See, that right there is removing yourself from a negative environment. But also in the same process, you're planting, like I said, you're planting a seed. You're showing them, listen, this is the way I am, you know, and I'm telling you why you're wrong. So you are actually giving them the option to listen to you and follow you and change along with you. And, you know, it's not something that's going to happen overnight, but you can slowly teach them. You can, you know, slowly show them it. like, look, this is why we don't hate these people. This is why you shouldn't judge somebody by this. You can teach them. You can actually teach people and you can actually convert people and make people see the error of their ways. But you have to actually take that first step and quit letting your environment control you. You have to control your environment. And I said, to me, product of my environment is just a scapegoat. It's an excuse uh, for when people make a mistake. Oh, well, it, it was the way I was brought up. It was the way I raised. I didn't know no better. You know better. You know better. You could have known better. You could have did better. You know, so just keep that in mind when you're in your circles with your friends, you're in these small towns, you're in these cliques, you're in, in jobs, wherever you are, if you're in a negative environment, don't just sit there and let the negativity consume you, you know, take the options or take the chance to leave or, 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 or take that leap of faith to tell people that we're doing this wrong. This is wrong. We're not going to continue to do this or make little small changes around yourself to try and change the culture of the environment you're in. You know, just little subtle things you can do, you know, just little statements you can make. You can whether it be reposting a, a, a motivational quote in the break room or, you know, introducing somebody to, you know, your pastor or introducing somebody to one of the spiritual leaders that you follow uh, or, or letting them uh, read a sermon that touched you or showing them you know, an article that you read that inspired you or, or introducing them to a way that somebody else is doing something like, Hey, this is the way this company does it. And look how well it works. You know, maybe we can try this here, you know, so you have to be the, be the change. You have to lead the charge if you're going to change your environment. And if, like I said, if you can't change it and it's not molding, you know, it's not, molding along with you it's not improving then you have to find the options and the courage to leave that environment get away from it get out of it it's not only for your health it's also for your future because all that negativity that you 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 keep balled up in that environment that passes down to your children it passes on to your relatives it passes on to your friends so 
If you can't mold that environment or you can't use that environment to motivate you, get out of that environment. Stop saying I'm a product of my environment. Hey guys, hope you enjoyed today's episode. Like I said, I'm going to keep uploading these videos, keep uploading uh, season two of the 1984 podcast for you guys. Uh, remember to like and subscribe and show your support. Uh, you can go to anchor.com. That's basically my base site for this podcast. You can show your support. Every little bit helps uh, so I can keep uh, delivering you guys great content. Hey, till next time. Thanks for